Hi, I'm Kate. And I'm Mary B. Welcome to the The Happiest Happiest Girls Podcast. Episodes will drop every Monday morning, and each week we'll be tackling a new topic, chatting about motherhood, singlehood, health, wellness, and everything in between. Tune in each week as we discuss what it means to be the happiest girl. Hey, Mary B. How's it going? It's going great. How are you? I'm doing well. It is Thursday, so you really haven't had a crazy... Oh, my seat's so squeaky. Maybe Sorry, sit everyone. On this, sit on this end. <laughs> See if that one's a little oh, better. Maybe. Let's see here. How's that? Less squeaky. Perfect. Hello. Yeah, we gotta find our, if there's anyone out there with a professional studio that wants to let us use it for free, let us know. Let us know because we will absolutely take you <laughs> But anyway, anything happened in the last four days since we've seen each other? Let's see. Well, I went to this drag show on Tuesday night. Oh, it was fun. My friends. It was Where? really great. Was in it West Lips? Village. Oh, no. No, it was called... I think it was called Two Stupid Queens, and I went with my friend Maria and her friend from high school, because my friend Maria is in town um, just for work, like for a few days, and so we went to dinner at Baker and Co., which was delicious, by the way, in the West Village. Pretty casual, but delicious pasta. I got a ketchup pepe. It was amazing. And then we went to Pieces, and there was a drag show, and the person we were there to see was called kiki ball change and she is someone who my friend maria from college did show choir with in high school and now is blowing up on instagram and is actually in a hulu show called drag me to dinner that just premiered last night I haven't gotten a chance to watch because I don't have a Hulu subscription, but if anyone Wait, wants to I pass have, me their login. I have Hulu. <laughs> I know, but I don't think I can because I think they're like really strict about households. Chris uses it. Really? Yeah. Okay, then I'll try. I'll into that. I think it's if you're in the same city. Okay. You well, can use it in the same it. city? I don't think, like, I don't think if you were in Michigan, you could use it. If I was in New York, but I think mm. if you're in, both in New York, it's fine. Okay. Let's just try it and we'll see. Okay. Cause I would love to watch it and support her. I thought she was so funny and could do some amazing things with her legs, like splits, like that thing where you like raise your legs straight above your head. Did that a million times. It was really a great show. So I think that that's every Tuesday at nine. If anyone's interested it was free too. I mean, you're supposed to like go and bring dollars and like you tip them a ton, mm-hmm. but still, I mean, you, you want to tip them because it's a free show. Yeah. So Amazing. that was really fun. And what did I do last night? Oh, um, the biggest event of the week, the Vanderpump oh. Rules reunion. Oh my gosh. Well, like, we honestly could like, this is not a pop culture podcast by any means. <laughs> But I have some thoughts. Give us your thoughts, Kate. Okay, I definitely think that this ep- this was a little less, you know, not as exciting as last week. Yeah. <sighs> Tom Sandoval just gets on my nerves. His whole outfit change really bothered me. And how him and Raquel were just in their, like, emo mall outfit matching era was really annoying. And how he was trying to talk to her off camera and just kind of, like, groom her into what to say and I think it probably really bothered him how she was like I was really caught up guard that you were you know intimate with your girlfriend of nine years and I didn't know and I thought you were just intimate with me your mistress and I really steep down was hoping that she was going to come on to Andy and be like you know what Tom took advantage of me like I was in the wrong. I'm so ashamed of myself, like crying, really remorseful. Nope. No emotion. There is nothing there. And they're not even teasing emotion either. Yeah. Like she, like even when, even when Andy handed her, Sheena, the paper saying that Rachel was dropping the, like she, when she was like, Oh, I should have written her a letter. Ha ha ha. Like there was no emotion. And to get a, a, restraining order against you and to be the threat of being taken to court when you have a child like that is so much stress and anxiety Mm -hmm. and lawyers bills and all that stuff and with everything else going on and like for her to have just no emotion is scary no scary 
no concept of how that that would affect uh, Sheena. Yeah. No concepts. Yeah, and when she clearly lied, and then I don't know if anyone else caught this, but there was a, a, when, a point at the end of the show, as Raquel is walking out, right before Tom Schwartz pulls out his Zanbars, and Tom Sandoval goes, green light, green light, to Tom Schwartz, as if like they have some sort of some sort of game plan like go I didn't back notice go that. back and watch so he goes he throws his temper tantrum where he's like I'm blowing it and then he comes back in as if he thought he was doing well at some point I don't even know and then he comes back in and he sits down and he goes he goes green light green light and then Tom Schwartz pulls out his Zanbar and then he tries to coach Tom Schwartz to be like just say it's your medication blah, 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 blah. like when is that was that in the peacock version like the no, it was version. on the Hulu version. Oh my gosh, I need to watch again. And it's it's at the very end. Okay. You got, but you should watch the Peacock version because like hearing them say swear words is just hilarious to me. I don't know why it's so funny. Swear left and also, right. like I love Allie. I love Allie, and like I love James. And Spencer's like James. He's so immature. Blah blah. But you know what? James stands up for the girls. He's mm-hmm. the only guy who stands up for the girls. And I love that. Yeah. I love that. Me I think too. he still has a lot of growth to come. But I like the trajectory that, that he's on. And I'm here for it. Now that you say that, I don't have any recollection of the men actually praising the women. Never. Except for maybe Tom Sandoval that one time this season when they went glamping. Talked highly of Raquel. Yeah. He was, he was sleeping with her. Sleeping with her. And he did the same when he would he would talk yeah. highly of Ariana when he was sleeping with her yeah. behind Kristen's back. Now and, and 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 Tom Schwartz spoke highly of Joe. Yeah, because right, right, he right. was having friends with benefits with her. That's the only time. Except, but James said some really kind words about Lala. Yeah, because they're soulmates. They're they're platonic soulmates. I don't think they'll yeah. ever get together because I don't think James is like the caliber of ma- a man that Lala wants. Like Lala wants like some like fifty year old like Russian oligarch that has a yacht. Like that's mm-hmm. like let's be real. Like maybe that's the guy she wants. Maybe they'll get together when James is fifty and she's after her husband has like died and she's inherited like yeah. five hundred million dollars. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, but yeah, I would echo the concern over Raquel's lack of emotion I don't even know how to I think I've said this before but I don't even know how to comprehend the way that she takes in information I really think like the big the big bond that they're gonna that production keeps talking about is I really think her parents are are gonna come out with a statement and say that like Raquel is mentally unwell (laughs) I, I don't know I think that I think that's like really it I don't think LVP knew anything in advance. Yeah, that's what everyone keeps I saying. I don't think that she knew because I think that first and foremost, she is on this show to make money. And if if she knew, she would have been bringing this up much earlier mm. because this all happened when they were not filming. Mm-hmm. So she would have wanted this happening while they were filming mm-hmm. because that would have made her a lot more money. They would have, the ratings would have been through the roof. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I... I, I don't know. I could I, I agree with you. I mean, that makes sense. But I don't know. I'll have to find out. I don't know. I don't think it's going to be that. I don't think it's going to be that serious. I don't, I don't yeah, think it's going to be like that big. That, yeah. I don't think it's going to be that big video. They're probably building it way up. Yeah. I have to say, though, I am excited for next week to be the last one because I'm ready to move on. Yeah. Like, I think yeah, I'm really... Like, I need this to be over and then, like, my summer can start. Yeah. And I can, like, <laughs> focus on, like, being a mom, you know, and, like, doing, doing things in my life. Like, doing important things in my life. Yeah. Like, and I can talk about other things because yeah. I... It has... There was a moment for me where I was, like, so into it because I think what really gets me is it's such a fascinating situation because of the, like, sociopathic tendencies yes. of Raquel yes. because of the narcissistic tendencies of Tom it's really just such a fascinating situation socially and I think that's what really drew me in but now I think I've been oversaturated with it and I'm ready for everything to be revealed for me the biggest the biggest thing is and this is what I was explaining to Spencer last night and because Ariana is clearly very angry and what we're watching is I believe I believe you guys can fact check me but the reunion was filmed I think two weeks after she found out so obviously it's very fresh and she's coming hot Mm -hmm. like she is clearly very angry and it's a lot of f-bombs 
And, you know, I, I always say, like, silence is the best revenge. So this isn't necessarily how I would handle it, but, like, I totally understand why she's so angry. And my thing is, it has this has nothing to do with Tom and has everything to do with this is her friend that did this. Mm-hmm. The, the anger, I think, a lot of it is the fact that it was a girlfriend because we, I hold my girlfriend, she holds her girlfriend in much higher esteem than she held her partner of nine years. And mm-hmm. that is the long and short of it. Well, and in this episode, when Raquel was having that one-on-one with Andy and was saying, he was like, Tom said that you and, and that he thought that Ariana didn't want to know. Yeah. And he was like, Raquel, is that something that you also thought? She said, yeah, well, that's what we were telling ourselves because she didn't even suspect us at all. She never second guessed us. She would just take Tom's, I think this is a direct quote. She would take everything Tom told her at face value. And I was like, that's so scary that she would be like, yeah, it was crazy that she did that because that's what you're supposed to be able yeah, to do with your partner. your partner. You're just like, I don't plan on ever having a relationship where I feel like I need to be second guessing. I think that if I ever feel like I'm second guessing, that is a red flag right, right away. So I don't think that we should, it's just insane to me that she thought that that should be an expectation and Tom did too. Yeah, and you should be able to try, you shouldn't have to second guess your friends either. Right. Like your closest friends either. Like that's so. Yeah. That is just. I, the situation is something that I like to think does not happen. It's one of those situations, kind of like when you watch a documentary of like a serial killer or a murder or why people like listen to all of these unbelievable, horrific podcasts about what's happened to people, the true crime, all of it, people love it. It's like, this is a different category of that where it's so unbelievably insane. You never think that that is something that could happen, let alone happen to you, but you watch it unfold. It's just like a car crash. It's unbelievable what's happening. I need someone to write like a thesis, a dissertation on this. I want yeah, I want to know. I need a full breakdown. Yeah, socially, I'm so interested in like the social aspect of it, what happened. It's just really fascinating that this could even happen in this world because you like to think that people aren't capable of this but clearly they are and i think that's one of the reasons people are and also we need a breakdown of do you watch real housewives of new jersey um no but should i start i don't watch any other reality tv oh my gosh this is so hard to be your sister when you've been (laughs) hating this man i already i picked up random from rules see this is why we have this podcast because we're so different (laughs) i don't really watch i only watch really I don't know even what I watch. I don't watch that many things. I've been watching Vanderpump Rules, read. obviously. You so. just read like a nerd. Um, mm. But yeah, if anyone's watching this, you know, and you want to come on the podcast and talk to me about Louie, I'd welcome, I welcome you. <laughs> Sorry, I it's can't okay. fill that role It's fine, you. it's fine, it's fine. Okay. But well, anyway, that's, that's basically yeah. the week. And that's the week, yeah. I will let everyone know that the reason we are podcasting on Thursday is because... This weekend, I have my helicopter ride, finally, for anyone who's been, you Except know, on the edge of rainy. their seat. Oh <laughs> supposed to be kind of rainy Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> okay, well, Sunday, I'm going to Chicago for Taylor Swift. If anyone knows any tickets, let her all know. But I'm fine. But you're going without tickets. Yeah, we, we will get tickets. Okay. We will get tickets. Okay. Manifesting this. I'm going with Elena. I'm going with my cousin Elena, who has been on the podcast. Shout out, Lane. We are so determined to get tickets. We've been doing all the research. It's going to happen. I should make sure you vlog it and I'll post it on my TikTok. Oh, we will. Well, we are determined because people, the thing is, apparently, Ticketmaster has been dropping face value tickets. Like, either like hours before or even like during like a few hours in like to the concert Just to make the sure opener you get scammed. but Ticketmaster is legit that's oh, okay. why we're doing Ticketmaster because there also have been stories of people getting scammed at like just like, like other Stubhub like StubHub or Vivid Seats so we're that's why I don't really want to buy from them but we have been doing our research I got auto refresh so 
That's how I got my tickets to both Drake and Rihanna's second rows. I bought two hours before. That's what we're planning on doing. So, and people on Ticketmaster, well, people, not on Ticketmaster, on um, TikTok will post and be like, can't believe I got my Eras Tour tickets for $50, like right before the show. No. They drop them for face value. So if you can get them face value, they're normal prices. But the only reason they're so jacked up is because they're resale. Yeah. That's the thing is like people are probably making so much money off of these if they got them face value because they're selling them for thousands. Right. But anyway, um, yeah, so that's what I'll be doing this weekend. I actually Wish do me have luck. a kind of cute outfit if you need one. Or am really? I giving it to you? It's like a teal blue sequins and it has like a little pink top. No, you didn't give me that. Do you still have it? I might have still have it. I'll okay, let me know when I go home tonight. Remind okay, me. thanks. Okay, so do you want to get into our yeah, topic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one's gonna Sorry, be. Sorry, we got a little off topic. We're just so. Let's yeah, make it all about us. All about me. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, so to, today's topic is all about snapback culture. And I wanted to talk about this because I've been feeling so discouraged with my own journey. Dictator turned 11 months, and I just sent out her one-month birthday invites. Oh. I just gave Mary B hers. It's overwhelmingly cute. <laughs> I'll, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll figure out some how to post um, like what it looks like without kind of like exposing our parents' address. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm pretty proud of it. But I feel my my weight. I'm gonna t- I am gonna talk about like weight and stuff like that. So if you guys don't like to hear about this, this is probably not the pod for you. You can just morning. you can just shut it off, or we we'll put timestamps on it so you can just fast forward to Babu. Mm-hmm. Um. So I my body weight and I have like been actively trying. I've been trying to be in a calorie deficit. I've been trying to work out a lot. Has literally not changed since November, and it's June. And so, like, that's been, like, pretty hard and, like, pretty discouraging. And, like, Spencer just, you know, tells me all the time, like, oh, you look so amazing. Ah, da, da. Like, you're so hot. Da, da, da. You are. And, thank you. Um, and, but it's, like, it's hard. It's hard to, like, not see, like, the scale change and stuff like that. And then it's also discouraging because, like, we will, will I want to have another baby. I don't I don't ever want to get pregnant again. No, she wants another baby. I want another baby. I don't want to get pregnant ever again. <laughs> but I want another baby, of course. Like, I want multiple babies. And, like, that would probably happen, like, in September. And, or, like, around, like, September and then moving forward. So, like, then it's like, oh, do I put in all this work only to get pregnant again? So, I'm just like, ugh feeling like I'm just so discouraged like in between a rock and a hard place right now and I feel like a lot of women can relate to that how like you get to a year and you're like wow I should be back to normal and like I'm still not and like maybe even 18 months and you're like wow I still I should be back to normal and I'm still not like what's going on so you're not getting to your goal weight but you are gonna get pregnant again so soon yeah so, exactly like, so it's like why do I even why try you, yeah that makes sense and but then it's like but I feel like that can also be like a bad mentality because then you then like you'll never get back if you think that way. But is it about getting back to a certain weight or is it about just feeling healthy? I want to feel healthy and I want like my clothes to fit. Right. At some point because because like how my body is right now, I'm and like I don't even like to look at BMI because I know that's kind of like an outdated thing. But, like, as a medical professional, like, that's what we look at. And I'm literally, like, if you were to look at my height and my weight, like, I'm literally at, like, the very top of, like, like I'm, like, I'm, like, there's, like, a very thin line in between, like, what would technically be considered, like, a healthy weight and then, like, what would be considered obese, which is, like, so crazy. Because, like, if I feel like if I were to look in the mirror, like, I wouldn't even, like, think right, of myself. You're not even close just, to obese. Which just goes to, just goes to show, like, how crazy, like, the BMI calculator is wow yeah but i just wanted to read there is a great article that bbc put out about snapback culture and like how some so many women like feel pressure and like an OBGYN talking about how like moms want to like ask to start working in or working out after like one week after giving birth which is so crazy i i literally i don't know about other moms but i could not even walk after like two weeks it took me about two weeks before i could like walk a block mm-hmm. like i definitely could not even I could not work out. Mm-hmm. Like I remember trying to like, walk to breakfast with you guys and being like, I need to get in a cab. Yeah, I to remember get home, that. To get yeah, home. I remember that. Like I couldn't walk. I was like bleeding so much. 
I had a really bad hemorrhoid. It was it was rough. Yeah, Kate, you're really just like pumping me up to I know. get pregnant. Pregnancy. Literally Once I hit if anyone is like about to give birth or I, once I hit the 14 day mark, I, I was golden. It was just like those first two weeks were really tough. But um mm-hmm. there and there's like so many, you know, so many things that that happen to your body. It's like literally amazing, you know what your body can go through and then I had a second degree tear so then that was also and like some women and that's like I think the most normal tear that happens some women have third fourth degree tears which is even crazier and then I didn't have a cesarean so women who have cesarean they have an even longer recovery which is so crazy but and then so in this article I talked about something really interesting about how that our society talks about the dad bod and how they kind of glorify the dad bod. Mm-hmm. And the dad didn't even have to do anything. The dad is just existing and living. And Wait, I thought the dad bod was like, if you've drank in a ton of beer, you have a beer gut. What do you mean by the dad no, that's bod? a beer gut. A dad bod is just like a dad who's like put on some weight as he's gotten older. And he's oh. like a dad a dad now. And they're like, oh, you got a dad bod now. Because you're like uh, a dad. Yeah, like yeah, you just yeah. like put on some weight. And it's like, how about we give that same respect to the mom? Mom bod. And just be like, you look great. Like you had a baby. Like you can look however you want. Like you don't have to snap back. Like how come they're... Like, why is there a dad a dad bod and then a snapback culture? You're right. It's such a double standard. Like, and we should bring the mom bod into society. Yeah. And just be like, you're, you look amazing. Like, you look perfect. And it's just crazy. Like, it's crazy that... And someone wrote in and they're like... Um, I have yeah, Do you have the list? Mm-hmm. Someone said something along the lines of oh they said um samantha said is it pressure we put on ourselves versus our partners versus other women versus society which i thought was a really good point and i for me at least in my instance i definitely don't think it's my partner because spencer couldn't kill us because the weight i am now is the weight that i was when spencer and i met so like he definitely doesn't care and he just knows that I don't like it. And so, like, if I'm not happy, like, he just wants to be supportive and, like, whatever I want. Mm-hmm. And I don't really think it's other women. I don't know. It might be, though. And, again, not to bring everything back to Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> I remember when Unless Lala... Unless it's, like, women like Raquel. Well, no. I was... What My point is, is... I remember when Lala and Sheena had children about the same time, Mm -hmm. and Lala did snap back, Mm -hmm. and she really said that it wasn't, she just didn't say that she did anything too crazy. Well, she also barely gained any weight, too. So, and Sheena definitely had a normal journey, I think, with postpartum Mm -hmm. and getting back to her body before pregnancy, and... I wonder if it's just because some Seeing women are f- so fortunate 100%. to genetically, like, really actually snap back. Seeing that difference, I could see being like, oh my gosh, well, why can't I do that? Right. Even though it's just a natural difference in, in bodies. Totally. So I think the underlying thing is more so just body image in general. Yes, that's such a good point because... I I do have a few different mom friends and all of our bodies look differently. And I have um, one mom friend who did not even gain 20 pounds in her pregnancy. Like she had a perfectly healthy, perfectly amazing, gorgeous daughter. But obviously her quote unquote snapback was fairly easy because she didn't even gain 20 pounds. Whereas like I gained 50 pounds so obviously mine was like a little bit more difficult and it's like very similar with Lala in Sheena where like I think Sheena said she gained like almost 70 pounds and she had help syndrome like she had a lot of issues right and I think like I think Lala said she gained like maybe 25 pounds so obviously same thing like they're gonna have two very different and like having to see and Sheena having to see Lala have such an easier time like I can totally relate to to that feeling of like oh like I'm jealous right I'm jealous like and it's not Lala's fault just like it's not my friend's fault that she had this different experience it's just 
the reality of the situation and like Mm -hmm. different body types and different pregnancies. And it's so interesting because I literally worked out like every day in my pregnancy. And even in like my first 20 weeks, like I could barely eat. I was so sick and I still gained 50 pounds like the last 20 weeks. I felt like that's just, I guess what my body needed Mm -hmm. And, and it is what it is. And it's still like, it's still just like a frustrating thing. And I just want to make this podcast to know that like if you're in this place where you're like, oh, I just wish like, it's okay to be upset and be frustrated, but just know that you did like this insane thing and it's okay to be frustrated and to wish it was different, but it's like, you still, we still have to just be healthy and focus on being like the best moms we can be. Mm-hmm. And that is way more important that like we're focusing on loving ourselves and loving our babies mm-hmm. because the most important thing that like I never want to do is pass on like any sort of weird body issues onto my kids mm-hmm. because that's, I never want to see them. I never want them to think that that's okay. Mm-hmm. Dieting. Like I want them to see healthy, happy. I'm exercising because it feels good. I'm listening to my body. I'm being intuitive. Yeah. And that, and that brings me to another question I've been thinking of for you is I think when we consider snapback culture, at least for myself, I think, oh, it has to do with body image, how you see yourself. But how much do you think is it about body image and wanting to fit some sort of like cultural like norm or how your body should look? And how much do you think it is wanting to regain the body that you had before you were pregnant? I think it's probably a mix. I think it's wanting to fit what I think my body what I in my head is like my dream body and like what I think society says my body should look like like I should have toned arms and I should have a curvy you know like a skinny waist fat ass and you know like all that stuff I hate all of those pressures it really yeah it, it it makes me upset because number one Well, okay, I don't want to stray too far into this because this is about (laughs) snapback culture. It's not about body image, which we could do a whole podcast about. Yeah. But it's interesting. I don't know where I saw this, but it's the difference between the male gaze and the female gaze. And as you said before, Spencer loves how you look right now, gives you no pressure. And I even remember like years ago talking to Spencer and being like like oh do you guys really care so much about them he was like honestly no just like be healthy that's really he was like at least like in his experience what a lot of guys care about is that you're healthy Mm -hmm. which I care if like a man is healthy like if you take care of your body yeah that's important to me and so but again the difference between the male gaze and the female gaze we're considering where did this does the pressure really come from does it come from men or does it come from ourselves and other women? Like, because I definitely think it comes from ourselves. Yeah. And some, maybe sometimes from other women. Or just like comparing. I think it comes from my own comparison yeah. to other women. Yeah. I don't think it's like other women making me feel some, some type of way. I think it's myself right. comparing. Like but, I never want to blame yeah. other women. But then, so where does that pressure come from that I think has, I have noticed at least reflecting on my own like mental again I don't want to stray too far into this though well, I think it's all it's tangentially related the difference between I, I feel like for the past few years I felt so secure in my body and feeling like healthy and well and knowing that this is where I feel good about my body at this time because I'm eating well, I'm working out often, and I've noticed myself, I think I talked about this last week, having more negative feelings, and I'm curious because I've been hearing rumblings of, oh, like this this new skinny look is coming back into trend. Yeah. And that's like coming back into the beauty standards. And people always talk about like, oh, that's going to be, like that is coming through and it's important that we are aware of what we're showing on social media and everything because it affects people who view it. I'm always like, 
oh, but like that doesn't really affect me. But it does. Like if yeah. you really reflect. So I think that now too, like as we're trending back into like skinny is beautiful. Not that skinny isn't beautiful, but skinny isn't the only beautiful. Right. Because the, every single body type is beautiful. I think health is what's really important. But at the same time, like you said, when you're having to compare, it's yeah, like, I don't know. It's like, it, I don't know. It's true. Like I think what you consume and what you see is so important. And same as you're saying, like not trying to get it go off I know at the same time I think it's important to be aware how we are judging other people's bodies right. because I think that a lot of that can end up being a reflection of how we judge ourselves so I think it's important just to catch yourself like even noticing like I and I am guilty of this like noticing like I remember Ariana Grande that a lot of people she like posted a video about how a lot of people had like commented that she was really skinny mm-hmm. and yes. were worried about her that, yeah. and she said this is my healthy right now please like don't be commenting on yeah. my body like this is really like what's best for me right now and I think that's so important to remember that it's not for us to judge other people's bodies but it is like it is for us to really police our own thoughts not only for the be- the betterment of others right. but for the betterment of ourselves right. because i think a lot of times when i catch myself being judgmental towards others it's really a reflection of how i am judgmental and self-conscious right. myself yeah that's so true and i, I think feel like we've strayed no i know <laughs> my last comment on this before we give our culture is i think with with what you just said i think is so important and but i think it's also important to add to that thought that it's important to recognize when you see something like that to be like like try to yeah lead i guess with empathy and a lot of love yeah and at the same time i think i'm i feel like really on a journey with thoughts and a big thing is recognizing that not every thought you have to like latch on to and every thought that you have just police them because like I feel like you thoughts just come a lot of the times yeah and it's good to be aware of them 100% and notice how that's affecting your mental health such a good point all right should we get yeah, to some let's of get the back. Let's get questions back. So it's not bad okay a question here is can we talk about the lie that BFing makes you lose weight oh my gosh what is BFing breastfeeding <laughs> Oh my, so many people would say, oh, all the baby weight will just fall off when you start breastfeeding. And I will say, after you give birth, a lot of your weight does fall off. It's not from breastfeeding though. That's just like placenta, water weight, la la la. I lost about 30 pounds in two weeks. That was not from breastfeeding. That was just like I don't know. That just, it just happened. And that's crazy. Yeah. And then since then, like I have not been able to lose those last 20 pounds, even since I stopped breastfeeding. Well, that's not true. I mean, like, I have probably lost like eight pounds since then, but, um, that's significant. once I stopped breastfeeding, I lost those eight pounds. But like the second I stopped like eating enough to produce milk like literally like if I went one meal like my supply would drop like in a second Mm. so you have to be eating enough and you have to be drinking enough water or at least for me my experience I my milk supply would completely stop like I would be power pumping power pumping power pumping and like unless I eat like ate like two oatmeal cookies I or like a bunch of oatmeal with brown sugar or like stuff like that my I would not produce enough breast milk so it's definitely a lie and so like if you are pregnant or you just had a baby or you are nursing go in with the expectation that you will not fully lose all most people you will not completely lose all of your baby weight until you stop breastfeeding and that is totally okay it is way more important that you are fueling your body you're working so hard to feed your baby pumping feeding your baby all that stuff it's so much work it's way more important you like i was hungry all the time like i would always keep those fig like fig newton bars by my bed trail mix by my bed like lots of water 
it's way more important that you're fueling your body so that you can have nutrients for yourself and for your baby than to worry about snapping back. Yeah, for sure. And that's so good to know because now, you, like, if anyone's listening who is pregnant, hopefully that will keep you from any unreasonable expectation yes, that yes. could lead to disappointment. 100%. So, yeah. Great, great point there. And here's another question. Not sure if this counts as postpartum, but did you worry about getting into your best shape before baby? No, I, I, I mean, I had thoughts like that sometimes. Like I used to tell myself, oh, I'm going to get so skinny, like before I have a baby. But like, obviously it never happened. (laughs) It never Mm -hmm. happened. But like I did sometimes have thoughts like that, but I... To do, for me to do that, like, I would have had to be unhealthy. And I knew to, to have to, for my body to have to do that, I would have had to go to into, like, a serious calorie deficit and things like that, which would then affect my period, affect my ovulation. Mm-hmm. And then I probably wouldn't have been able to get pregnant. I probably wouldn't have been able to get pregnant as easily as I did, which, you know, probably would have worked out. And then I, you know, wouldn't have had a dictator because she was a happy accident anyway. Oh, okay, so, she didn't exist. I'd so, be so sad. Um, but yeah, if, if I was, you know, planning to have a baby, I definitely would not have done that. Like, I would have focused on being as healthy as I possibly could mm-hmm. in that time and just preparing my body, you know, for this miracle that was about to happen. I would not focus on my weight and just focus on fueling fueling my body because you're about to go through a whole lot of changes and it's way more important that you're prepped in that way and just having a healthy environment for this baby to come in because you'll have a lot easier 10 months if you're if you're strapped and ready to go that way because you but you also said that when you gave birth your doctor said that because you stayed so fit, you had yeah. an easier time. Yeah. Being so active during my pregnancy was like, like saved me during my birth. So try to stay as trying to stay as active as you can is so important. Mm-hmm. And you can't do that unless you're active before. Mm-hmm. So if you're not active now, start being active. If you're if you're wanting to get pregnant soon start working out now because once you get pregnant you can't just like randomly pick up like a berries boot camp or a soul cycle or stuff like that like you have to do that before you get pregnant or rumble rumble you know (laughs) anything like that like sculpt society is so good if you want like an at-home workout so things like that like you can't you it's not safe for you to start doing that once you get pregnant but if you're already doing something it's perfectly safe to continue doing what you're already doing and right great transition into the next question what are the best ways to get movement in on days that you can't get away to the gym this person is expecting twins congratulations oh my gosh you're a warrior you're amazing that you're carrying twins congratulations sculpt society megan roop i think it's like 19.99 a month so it's like fairly affordable and it's two-week free trial, I believe. This is not an ad. I really just love her classes. I wish it was an ad. Someone sponsor us. She, <laughs> Megan, if you hear this. Um, she used to work for Tracy Anderson, if anyone knows who Tracy Anderson is. So her moves are very similar, but not as frustrating. And she like a lot of really amazing people do her workouts like morgan stewart you know like a lot of models blah 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 so she works a lot on and she is pregnant right now and she's had a baby before too so she has a lot of pregnancy safe workouts postpartum workouts pelvic floor workouts which Mm -hmm. are huge a lot of breathing exercises for your pelvic floor and she has a variety of timing workouts so it's like if you only want to do a 10-minute workout, 20-minute workout, 30-minute workout, 45-minute workout. She has workouts that have cardio, workouts that have no cardio, lower body, upper body, like ab workouts. Like she has everything, and they're all for for at home. So she has ones that have no equipment, ones that have like one-pound weights, three-pound weights, you know, using just like a towel on the floor. So 
I really, really love her workouts and I do notice a difference in my body. I'm like really strict on the, if I'm going to waste my time doing a workout, it's only going to be something that like I really am going to notice a change when I do it. So I really love her workouts and I highly recommend because I, unless I have, you know, childcare or Mary B helping, I, there's no world where I'm going to be able to leave my apartment to go work out with Spencer's hours. So that's the only way, unless I Peloton is I do a Megan Megan Roop Sculpt Society. Love that. That's my girl. Okay, love that. Mm-hmm. Next question. If you had, and this is going to be our final, if you had one piece of advice for women who are pre-giving birth or kind of suffering or I don't know if that's the right word, but going through that time of feeling like stressed and anxious mm-hmm. about snapping back, postpartum what would you say to them since now you are almost a year out of pregnancy so what are some words of wisdom that you would give to them i believe that it takes four years Mm. for a woman's body to fully heal after giving birth which is wild because a lot of women just keep it on. Keep having babies like that compounds i know right (laughs) like emily did not I don't know if you're the happiest girl, I'm like, but she just had her second baby and she got pregnant after her first daughter was nine months old. So she's crazy. Just kidding, Emily. I love you. But she, she's the one who created Cubby. Oh my gosh. I love Cubby. Use it every day. She, so like, you just have to think like what her body has been through in like the last 20 months. So you have to just give yourself grace and just know that like, I am with you and it's okay to not love this period of your life, but we're not going to hate it. We're going to be neutral with it. And I think that's what we should all, and I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. We're just being neutral with it and we're going to try to focus on the positives and just know that this is not our forever. And like celebrate your body too yeah and just what like, it just did look at this insane thing that we just went through like mm-hmm. if you really think about it, like sometimes i look at my daughter and i'm like i cannot believe like that i had you like that's so crazy like you came out of me like that's insane one of my favorite youtube videos or like clips off tiktok is megan trainer that was like I, when I got pregnant, I made eyes. I made balls. I'm gonna, I can do anything. I'm gonna conquer all my dreams. Like, how like, literally insane <laughs> is that? And just know that, like, your value is not in your body. That is, has nothing to do with why you are loved, why you are special, why you are important in this world. Your child does not care about that at all. Your child cares that you love them Mm -hmm. and that's it and I think that if your child knew that that's where you held your value within yourself I think that they would be really sad yeah and one of the things I really love that you said was that you are with them because I think a lot of times it can feel like you you are alone in your struggles because they tend to be very internal at least that's how I feel but in reality, there's a lot of women and, you know, a community of women who have gone through this that have felt probably similar, if not yes. the exact same way that you yes. have felt. Especially if you're like me, where you're like, we're just going to keep the ball rolling or we're just going to keep having more kids, you know, like it's, it is okay if you're like, I just know like I'm not going to get back to my body a hundred percent before the next kid, like all that stuff is okay we're all here with you do not hide your body love your body that is not why you are important in society that is not why we value you why we love you that is not it okay Mm -hmm. so we're all in this together Mm -hmm. all right and there's so many literally so many women i feel like feel the same way and they just don't want to say it yeah Something that I'm also thinking of, which is a little tangential, but have you ever seen those, like, like people who interviewed people who are in hospice care mm-hmm. asking, like, their biggest regrets in life? 
And one that has always stuck with me was like, I wish I had allowed myself to be happier. And I think about that all the time where of course, like it's not always like, you know, mental health wise, people struggle with all sorts of things. But I think something that I consider for myself is thinking, why is this keeping me from being happy? Life is so short. Yes. It's so true. And like sometimes I look at Dictator and her little playpen and I'm like, oh my gosh, if she knew what was consuming my thoughts, I think she'd be like so, I don't want to say like disappointed is the right word, but I think she'd be like so confused. Yeah. Like why is that what's in your brain right now? And like, why aren't you playing with me with these balls on the floor right now? (laughs) Pay attention to me. Yeah, exactly. Or sometimes I think of now, of course, I don't have any children of my own, but when I think about how much I love Dictator and I want her to just have the best life ever and how perfect I think that she is, is thinking about then like how even like mom feels about you or I considering like how could Dictator who I didn't even make in my womb, but I think that she is perfect and will always be perfect. So imagine if like I could think about that way about myself. <laughs> it's hard, sure. but I know, I know it is yeah. hard. It is like hard. If a dictator was ever thinking that her body was less than perfect, I would be flabbergasted because mm-hmm. she will always be perfect. I'd be pissed. I made that body. Yeah. The audacity. The audacity <laughs> of you to critique my work. my work. <laughs> I stand Ma'am. behind my product. <laughs> There you go. Five stars on Yelp. No. But again, like there's a difference between being healthy, you know, would want her. She has to take care of it though, because you gifted it to her. So true. So she better. Yeah. She will. Some luxury goods right there. <laughs> That's okay. the best. All Let's right. do baboos. Yes. So what was your babu for last week? My babu is not keeping a good thought on the inside. And honestly, I don't think I like spoke to anyone this week. Oh really? <laughs> like I don't like I didn't really okay I feel bad because I was on a run and like I saw someone that had like such a fire outfit and I didn't say anything because like I was on a run I was like <laughs> <laughs> you look great <laughs> I look so good oh yeah like I didn't really like see anyone this week like what did I do this week because it was like kind of like a shortened week because of the holiday yeah and we are doing Thursday yeah so I'm gonna keep continue that you wanna for give my me a compliment right now yeah your sports bra looks like it's on inside out and I'm just gonna <laughs> I've had this for like seven years um that'd be a great nursing bra <laughs> um, thanks for not holding that in you're, you're welcome I just got my eyebrows threaded yesterday you want to compliment them oh yeah they look great thanks is that what they do they thread them yeah I do threading oh, see I can't do that because my eyebrows are too blonde mm. hmm interesting yeah but what is your so same bad I think I'm gonna continue week? that on for the for next week. Okay. Yeah. Love that. Oh no, actually Catherine and I agreed that we were gonna do five minutes of meditation a day oh for our bad We were talking about last night. Yeah. Welcome to the meditation crew. Yes. If you need like a guide, calm is really good for okay. that. But um love that for you. You'll it's interesting. I really wanna hear your reports back because I think even like five days in a row of meditation you start to see a change in your mindset. Mm. Really a lot of mental clarity. But meditation is really like it's it's a skill. So the first times you do it I think are hard, but go easy on yourself. Not that you asked. <laughs> Thank you for that unsolicited amount. You're welcome. <laughs> but um, anyway, so not that you asked, but my babu last week yes. was, what was your babu? to have more positive internal thoughts mm-hmm. and to like catch my my thoughts when they are negative. And I have been more intentional about that. And I think something that's helped me is I've been journaling more than I usually do, mm. which has been good. And I think another thing that really helped that, which I know we've talked about, but I sometimes will just have weeks where, well, a few things happen. I went to this mean greet where I got like three cans of like spritzes and us having this new apartment, people have been giving us like bottles of wine Mm -hmm. as like housewarming gifts, which is so kind. So I have just been having a little bit more wine and I forget how anxious it makes me. Mm -hmm. Like, but the problem is... I love wine. Mm. Like, it's one of the mm. few alcohols, wine and champagne, 
are like one of the like few. The I like the taste mm. of wine. Okay. Which is, I think, a fatal flaw of mine because I actually enjoy drinking it. Like, I've never like gotten a gin and tonic and mm. been like, oh, this is so delicious. <laughs> so, like, I never really miss that, but I do really enjoy a glass of wine at dinner. But I think that a lot of what I was experiencing last week was because I was having like a glass of wine at night for like a few days in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that I'm off the sauce, I feel just so much better in general. So this is a PSA if anyone is finds himself being like more anxious during the day. Try if you do have a glass of wine at night, try hopping off the sauce and see how you feel after a few days. But do you follow stay at home daughter? No. She's on a um, journey of like sobriety. sobriety. Not for like any alcohol drinking yeah. issues, but like she has been doing a lot of like non alcoholic wines mm. recently. Oh, non alcoholic wines. So you should follow her for Rex. I didn't she's, even know they had those. She's like cons- constantly posting like rose, uh, like all sorts of different I will absolutely so get that. You should follow her. For um, I really like orange wine, so I wonder if they have like a non-alcoholic orange wine because I would really love that. I think I'm gonna try to do like a pretty sober June, not like a strictly sober June, but you know just... what we should. You know what would be a fun thing, and we can make a TikTok video of it. Is mm-hmm. do like we could do and um, and we can ask Nicole to join us. We could do a wine tasting night. We could do it in Michigan actually of like non-alcoholic wines. That would be you know, fun. Uncle Mike doesn't drink. So we can do... Yeah, that would be fun. I'm in. And we could speak Because I don't, blog. I don't... Obviously, I don't really drink that much either. Yeah. Especially since I'm, like, primary parent for... Right. Dictator. I don't like to drink. But, but I just love everything about having a glass of wine at night. So maybe I'll try those. Yeah. Because it's really... I would do it. It's not like I even feel hungover. I feel heightened anxiety. It's tough. I think there's, like, a, a wine place around here, too, um... That has a bunch of... um, Oh, send me that right. I'll have to... We're like semi-friends, so I'll have to message her. Okay. Well, I think... I don't think that's my bad boo per se, but I think my bad boo is going to be to read a lot this week because I have two book club meetings coming up and I got to get rolling. So... Okay. More reading, less like being on my phone... Or watching Vanderpump Rules. Mm. So that's going to be my babu for this week. And, oh, there's one last thing that I wanted to mention is, first of all, if you are still listening, thank you so much for <laughs> listening to the entire episode. Yeah. You are a fantastic human. We really appreciate you. But second of all, thank you so much for over 600 followers. Yes. We have actually had a, like, not a huge spike, but... A really pretty good uptick of followers in the last few weeks. So we are over 600. And next goal, I mean, I think we should celebrate at every 100 mark. But 1,000 would be amazing. But yeah, thank you so much for listening. And is there anything else you wanted to say, Kate? No, that's all. All right. Well, have a great week, everyone. We'll catch you next week. I'll let you know how my tailor... And helicopter journey goes. It's going to be quite the weekend. So we'll give you a full recap next week. All right. All right, guys. Monday, Risa. Let's go. go.